Hey Seekers, welcome to Spiritualicity. I am your host, Nikki White. Are you intrigued by mystery and wish to turn it into wisdom? I believe everyone deserves to have the answers to their deepest questions. The answers that lead you to the wholeness you desire that can't be found in self-help books. They can only be found in your spirituality. Let's go. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, how's it going? Good, good, good. I'm excited to talk to you today because you are now my, I think, fifth person I've talked to about their own spirituality and the secrets, sacred secrets they've figured out along the way. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Yeah. So tell me a little bit about you and like what your spiritual life looks like. Okay. So, and I'm very curious as if to, as if to you've had guests like me before. Um, I am a post-Mormon. So I recently just left um, Mormonism. And, wow, really? Yeah. I just so got that, goosebumps everywhere. So. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> it's so weird because um, a lot of the people in this community typically have like a coming out and I haven't really done that. So oh. it feels actually really weird to say that out loud and then You're have it be here. recorded. <laughs> so yay. Fabulous. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I high five my friends pretty often now. We, you know, all of there's a bunch of us that are exmo and we we survived a cult. <laughs> high five. It's true. I think. Oh. I, I mean, I know I I obviously am not a Mormon. I, I don't know how that all works, but I do understand a bit a bit, a little yeah. bit, I should say, about just truth, I think. <laughs> yeah. And there's a bit of that that seems a little bit wonky. <laughs> yeah. For you're not wrong, you know. Yeah. So. I, uh, I used to work for a Mormon, actually. It didn't last very long. <laughs> really? I mean, there's some of the best and worst people, you know, but that's typical for anything, I think, you know. Yeah, it really is. And honestly, like, everything's a cult, everything, like there's just different varying levels of it. And hopefully we all find our own sovereign path where it's not a cult and we right. just based off of our own authenticity. That's my hope right. for everybody anyway. That's why I'm so excited to be here because, you know, I can't remember for like how long I've been following you, but I just love what you're doing. So I'm excited to be a part of it. So thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pumped to have you here. So thank yeah. you. So, okay. So tell me more about this Mormon thing. Like, okay. About, so like, I mean, how you get out, like all that good stuff. What'd you learn? Right. Right. Isn't that a whole thing? Um, so out of all of my three, I have two sisters and then out of the three of us, I was the last to leave. And it was only recently really, like I would say a few years where I've like officially considered myself post-Mormon. So I've been in for 30 something years, you know, mm-hmm. and um, one of my kids was baptized into the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You're supposed to say the whole name, but we're just, can we use Mormon and You're LDS? post-Mormon. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Thank you. Okay. you <laughs> I can even say the F word if I want. That's right, girl. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so it was actually via a book I randomly found on a shelf, but I wasn't, I was meant to find called this. I don't know if you've ever heard of it by Michael Gunger. And then that was sort of like my whole deep dive into it all. And um, recently with COVID have gone even more like deep into this whole 
stuff with you know conspiracy theories as oh yeah the air, 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 air quoting that for the yeah there is air quotes <laughs> you know aka truth you know yeah. So AKA, I'm thinking for myself and just researching things, but sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. I know. Are we even allowed to say those words? Like because of probably, um, not. probably not, but I did have a little conversation with somebody yesterday. Side note that like calling somebody woo woo and calling somebody conspiracy theory theorists are literally the same thing. Okay. All you're doing is like just denying somebody else's like reality and honestly love for you for like trying so hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know there's just it's just a way to hold people down so it's so freaking true oh my goodness that's uh I just I'm so happy to find people that like feel the same way (laughs) it makes me really happy because there's There's a lot of us (laughs) I know I'm finding that out because I was feeling we there's a small group of us on this end you know we were feeling really like isolated and alone but as we find each other it's just growing and expanding and it's all online usually too for I know for me anyway I would love to meet in person everybody someday 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 we can are you so are you in Utah no I'm actually uh here there and everywhere currently in Arizona but also live in Colorado and oh okay okay yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah where are you California California okay cool yeah but I'm from New York, which is, I think, where Mormonism started, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so you do know that. What's your history with Mormonism besides? Well, I, I not a whole lot. Um, I Like I said, I, I'm from upstate New York, so mm-hmm. I know about where it started. I know yeah. about the area and, and the story yeah. of, like, the mysticism behind it, which I'm not against mysticism at all. Right. What has it turned into is another story. Exactly. Yes. 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 That's my whole thing is I was like, I mean, if you can think about Joseph Smith in terms of that side, I'm like, I mean, he's kind of cool what he did. He was really into magic and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I I I know all these like, uh, mystics from the you know I don't know 1800s I guess like there's a whole bunch of them and it's they're cool stories there was I'm from Poughkeepsie New York and there was there was one famous guy there I didn't know about until recently but he was called the the Poughkeepsie seer and he was a mystic and he's right there in you know the 1800s in my hometown so yeah 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 it's it's really interesting so other than that I worked with a guy for like four years who was a Mormon who seemed to be like cool with it. He like everything seemed legit for him and he was a, a legit person. So there wasn't any like weird vibes about it. And then after that job was the, the job I got for working for a Mormon. And that was probably the worst four months of my life. Uh-huh. It was awful. It was just straight up awful. So that's my experience. So yeah, okay. I, I try not to judge everybody by my own one experience. But right. No, I know. Like, and then, oh my God, like, what are you doing to people? <laughs> like, yeah, it's Ugh. honestly, I'm in a little bit of an angry phase in my like mm. grief journey through this. Yes. And I'm kind of want to burn it down. But I mean, no, I don't. I just, I, um, I mean, you're allowed to have feelings though. You're allowed to be pissed and like, like like what the the fuck did you just do to me like yeah right I mean like my my whole life has been based on it kind of you know it's not just like a Sunday religion it's like every day of the week you know my whole family was built on it so it's been interesting so let me ask you why 
not why, but like, what was the difference between your two sisters leaving and you? What was the gap there? Isn't that interesting? That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out is like, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's in my chart, like in my stars, this is the part that I really want to like look into is like, it. Turn, I don't know if it's the Sagittarius in me that I'm just dedicated to whatever it is. You know, I've married 15 years and church like foundations of my life. And both of those things are sort of not there anymore. And You've it's been married for 15 years. Mm-hmm. You don't even look old enough. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. You. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> thank you. You're really nice. Oh my God. No, yeah. yeah, I guess that's a part of it though, isn't it? So. Yeah. So all of that's kind of like not, that doesn't exist right now. And I don't know, both of them left when they were young and I've always questioned, like, if you know anybody that knows me, they'll tell you I was, I was like, not your normal Mormon, you know, I've always question everything but it's like the whole thing when you're that brainwashed like again 30 something years Mm. like you can't see it till you're out I feel like it's a bubble and like I was close to the edge for so long and then it's just like you gotta once you get out you can't unseat you know Mm -hmm. and that's like how it was for me that that will never stop honestly if you're a I don't like to call them seekers because then if you seek you never find but finders Ah. that is the mo of a finder is to just like pop the bubble but Ah. it's hard though because you can't always see that there's a bubble there but once you pop the first one it like just shows you every other bubble that's like behind it and you just keep on going and you keep finding and you keep finding so for real really interesting that's what I've been doing for the past few years I feel like I've had this like shelf and I'm like taking things off the shelf one at a time to sort of explore and it's a big world like in this spiritual world you know one thing my friend and I had a big long conversation about was money today like money as black magic like we were talking about this idea Mm -hmm. I know it's a whole thing I mean, we should talk about that because it's like, she says the people that she's talked to that are kind of in this realm have all agreed with her. And so, yeah, um, I don't know if I have time to talk about money because it's, it is deep and I'm also I know, not sure I, I want to be branded this kind of conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I know I wanted There's to a go- bit of a, um, I will say enslavement. Of yeah. I mean, behind money for sure it it doesn't make money itself evil there's like separations and and, and compartments to put this all in you know it's not mm -hmm. like black or white one or the other oh geez I know that's the whole thing there's nuance in everything right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing that's complicating this journey is just like finding that and figuring out how to like fit it into all of this but it all has to do with that sovereignty and the you know the stuff that is yeah that we're all here for you know personal freedom for sure is like yeah is it this is it that is it like (laughs) you can't have anything else without that I know so it's um it really surprises me how many people it's not their fault because our society doesn't tell them to or or show them how but freedom Mm -hmm. is the be-all end-all that's, that's it. And, and it got freedom all of a sudden got branded as a Republican thing. I like, know. I'm like, hello. No, I know. Personal liberty has literally nothing to do with this. It has to do with God. Like that's Seriously. It. And not God of the Republicans of this like white man on a, like with a beard on the top of a hill somewhere in the clouds. Right. 
it's which is the one I've known, you know. I know. Hey, I, I trust me. It took me a long time, not until recent years, to go. Oh wait, there's like probably a male and a female energy. Yeah. And it took me a long time to even go. Ooh, okay. So there might be a female energy around some of right. Them. Even to say the word goddess was for me like, oh, don't yeah. do that. And even still, when I pray, sometimes it's to this like white guy in the clouds and I'm like. Same self hold on no deeper than that energy down go okay <laughs> ah, I love I feel so like witnessed and validated because everything you're saying I'm like yes I feel that so much it's yeah. wild and what's so crazy is like how I'm just glad to be here I'm glad to find you because again it's the whole thing going through the pandemic especially it was so hard to find people that were not on either side because everything was so like is so politicized you know where it's like no it's not about that and it's not about that it's just about what is like truth you know you know if if humans in a general sense could just get taught about paradox Mm -hmm. the world would be massively different because it's it's the anti-black and white it is the it is holding black and white together at the same time and going, these two things contradict each other, but they're both true. Right. Like that is possible. And if you are somebody that can hold a paradox, you might get labeled a hypocrite because you're not willing to be on one side or the other. Right. It's not about being on one side. It's about seeing everything from the whole. Right. And when you got, get rid of a goddess that exists, the female energy behind God, you lose out on the ability as a human because it trickles down, right? As above, so below. Right. Humans don't have much ability to access the feminine parts of themselves. I know. Which is a holistic thinking. Right. So. Love that. I know. I'm reading Mary Magdalene Revealed right now. Have you read that? by Megan Watterson oh I have not I have her 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 cards okay Um, but maybe give it a read add it to your list I don't know about you but I'm reading like 15 books at a time so I always yeah always having like I never finish books and I used to berate myself about that same and now I realize that when I get what I need out of a book it's okay to not finish it you know go on to the next one yeah give some grace you know yeah Yeah. I just that's the whole message is like, can we get back to our like divine femininity, like everybody, you know, and also while honoring the masculine, like, I think we've lost that too. And I'm really sad, but again, yeah. I think we're finding it again on a collective level, just slowly at a time, you know, yeah. hopefully we don't lose the ability to do that in the process. I know. Yeah. Isn't that the key? Yeah. That's it. That's it. The sovereignty, liberty, freedom, all of that is all we really have at the end of the day. And when we don't have that, we don't have anything else. We have an illusion of everything else, but we don't really have. Right. So what have you found is the best way to like spread this message? Because that's something that I feel like I struggle with because of coming from a cult where we sent 19 year old boys door to door Mm -hmm. to spread our message. Right. And look, 
But Should we start doing that? <laughs> I know. Right? Go door to door. Hey, it seems to be the thing nowadays. I know your DVD, like the, the little gift you got on your doorstep, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. Have you watched it yet? Have Not you watched yet. it? I've been, I've been pretty wrapped up today, but I probably will later on. It's only an hour. So got it. I, I've done so many deep dives into the goddess and Mary Magdalene that anything that's like not deeper than that, I'm just like, please. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> oh, okay. So then where would you, so I want you still to answer that question, but then where would you recommend somebody start? Like, what was it for you that with uh, that deep? That's like, a where- really great question. It's hard to answer in a way because of how I read books, you know, like how we were just saying, like, it's like yeah. one than the other than the other. It's just been this compilation of like many 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 different books and online articles and my own inner guidance system and all of that just and then what comes out of my mouth is just an amalgamation of all of it like how I've compacted it and put it together and and express it into words so right it's kind of hard. It's one of those finder journeys, you know, yeah. you like have a question in your mind and you keep looking until you find the answer. For sure. No, I love that too. Like the other day, my therapist was like recommended, or she told me to start researching a certain archangel that I had never heard of. And I was like, that's, I think how you do this, right. Is like listening yeah. to something that you say will mean make me go deeper you know so exactly and I love that your therapist sounds a little bit woo like mine I know I found her because like her interest listed Reiki and I was like okay yeah sure I'm in anything that's like that I'm yeah Mm -hmm. and I love that I just said woo when I was just saying it's a bad thing I think other woo people can call people woo (laughs) yeah for sure I know when it's a slur it's not okay right no I've actually started saying it more because you say it and I was like I like that so I'm gonna I borrowed it <laughs> I say it now like because it just I make fun of the people that call me that or have yeah me that because it's like okay you would have called me a name cool but at the same time like I know way more than you do <laughs> right yeah <laughs> I just know that yeah the things you think are crazy oh yeah. there's so much more there's so I know more. And if you want to hear it, I will tell all to you. I know. So again, that kind of circles back to like, how do you spread your message? Like, Mm. I feel like it's so important and I don't know how to do. I feel overwhelmed. That's such another good question. Um, I don't know if I know. I don't know if I have a good answer because I don't think I've done it very well. Well, you are. You know, like I think like I get online every day and I talk to my phone and I'm doing this, which is a part of helping, you know, like something creative. I think art in general is a really good way to spread a message because it hits on a deeper level. Even if you don't cognitively understand what the person is doing in the art, it still shifts something within you. Right. No, I mean, I would just say you're doing it already. Like listening to you every day you know like I think that is what it is and I tell my friends about you and I think like because sometimes you have better words than I do you know what I mean I think that so you you are doing it it's just it's yeah another way I haven't gotten to the point where I'm ready to recruit people to walk door to door but you know yeah (laughs) that's not a bad idea I know I wouldn't even know where to start with that like knock on the door knock 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 uh, hi, can I talk yeah. to you about the real <laughs> Yeah. Hi, can hey. I talk to you? 
get name tags like talk to you about aliens yeah and <laughs> extra dimensional beings and I, how it's all connected to your slavery great yeah <laughs> so funny it's so yep I feel it it's it's kind of something you wait at least in my experience I wait for the person to come to me that's the other thing is like I'm, I'm really big on like secrets of a human and the humanity like how we work on the inside seems to be a secret and and I like to live my life by being a, a like an, a human like in all forms and all expressions and one of those things is like mental wellness and, and psychological health right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and boundaries are huge in that and a part of boundaries is you don't offer help onto somebody who hasn't asked for it. Mm -hmm. Not a good boundary. You're crossing their boundary. You're crossing your own inner child's boundary. Like there's just a, it's, it's that helper mentality that shuts people off. You're right. And so when people seem curious and they usually find their way to me or they hover around. It's another thing, like they'll hover around me, but like won't really ask for anything. Then I'll find that moment where they're like, they seem kind of open and I say something very benign. Mm. And that usually starts the process. But to just talk to people who haven't already asked for help, that's, that's, a, that's a huge boundary violation, which is why I hate when people leave shit on my doorstep and knock on my door. Cause it's like, I didn't ask to be saved by your God. Like if I did, if I wanted to be saved by your God, I would have showed up at your doorstep. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. And it makes me so sad because that's such a huge part of the culture I come from, you know? And I think that that's something I've got to like unlearn a little more in my own head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Therapy helps. Therapy I know. Does help. <laughs> it it like sounds like you have a good therapist. So she'll probably teach you like a lot of things that you were never taught. I know. In terms of like how to like run your own human. Right. Just um, in boundaries in general. Boundaries it's alone. a whole thing. Oh, mm -hmm. yep. yeah. And then in cults, there are no boundaries. <laughs> no. There just aren't. So. Yeah. It's a thing. I mean, it, I mean, it's it all. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, it just fits all of the things of a cult. And I thought that for so long and, but I mean, it is what it is. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think if anybody's listening or watching and they're going, okay, where where does my soul or spirit feel oppressed? Mm -hmm. Go in that direction because there's going to be an answer there. There's going to be a reason where, why, or like if this were you and you weren't out of Mormonism yet, I would ask you that question and you'd probably mm -hmm. lead yourself to the fact yeah. that you're in a Mormon cult by your words you know, yeah I call it that because I really have no you know yeah I trust that that's what it is because you told me that's for sure and so I mean I have no I have no fucking clue right like it seems like a cult to me yeah. I, I know literally almost nothing so I'm, right now it is yeah yeah so yeah. that yeah so then I would ask you that question probably like where where do you feel most oppressed in your life and then that usually, if the person is really into changing their life and, you know, self-development and all that, it would lead you right to where you are right now. You right. just follow that string. For yeah. sure. And that's, that's how I get the message out. When somebody has like a, 
a little, a little opening of like, I'm curious, you know? Yeah. That is so beautiful. I love that question. I'll probably borrow that too, because it's a beautiful yeah. one to ask. I think in a lot of situations, you know, like mm -hmm. not just applying that to my, my cult situation. It's really good, it's beautiful anywhere. message. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's like, what, should I quit my job or not? Well, let's go toward the place you feel most oppressed. Where are you oppressed right now? And then the person will probably say, I have no autonomy. Like that, that's a huge deal, right? Like I have no autonomy in my job. I don't, they tell me I can call the shots, but I really can't. Um, so then they feel like they're suppressed or oppressed. Their spirit has been, their voice right. has been, you know, they're not allowed to use their voice, right? Right. That's an answer. Like, okay, so now you want to go somewhere that you're allowed to use your voice. Right. Or you need to voice an opinion now in the situation you're in. You don't necessarily need to quit, but you need to find a happy medium of using your voice. Because that's the part of you that wants to get expressed. Yeah. It's not allowing it. And expression is freedom. When you have freedom, you can express. But when you don't have freedom, you can't express. Yeah. Right? That's beautiful. And that's really all we are. If we are expressions of God, then we personally need to also express. And without right. freedom, you cannot. Yeah, that's so true. I just love everything you're saying. It's so uh, yeah. beautiful. And you know what? It's like simple. It's very simple. It's not. I know. It's not rocket science. It's not some crazy, like, out of your mind, crazy thing you have to get on board with. It, it really right. is just that. I know. Expression. That's it. So great. It's so true. Yeah. Like so that's all. Yeah. is there, uh, do you have any other little nuggets that you would like to share? Like what you've learned maybe about after, um, after Mormonism? I know. Right. Honestly, it's been a lesson in living in the now really. Like, hmm. I feel like that's one of the things that society gets for us that it's one of those secrets where we're living for this like idea of something that may or not may not ever come for us you know whatever it is the idea of a house a car a family blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. like that's not guaranteed what we have is today like what can what can i do with today the past is the past the now is the now like that's what we have right yes yes so, absolutely i'm a huge proponent in mindfulness yeah it's like basically teaching yourself how to be present in every moment yeah honestly that's all you really have and even when you're planning for the future you can be present in your planning right you know, like it doesn't have to mean like oh you're irresponsible and you're just hedonistic right. and like running around to whatever the hell you want all day right no it's just about being alive while you're doing it that's right and like, I want to do the thing now that's the right thing to do and not for some promised idea of a celestial kingdom in heaven, right? Oh, like, which ultimately to me is selfish. Just gets me like, what? Yeah, what? I know. Like, I know, girl. There's like levels of heaven or something and like. Oh, girl. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's a thing. Anyway, but the whole point is like, I just want like the, which ultimately feels selfish to me, that whole idea. Like I'm doing that so I get something out of it in turn like I'd rather just so that's a great point that is a really great point and that's something I came across yesterday when I was you know if you're watching this later I, yesterday somebody left some Jesus stuff on my doorstep oh yeah and it was it was propaganda it wasn't anything that was going to help me in my life it was just like a bunch of lies 
and they don't know it's lies. So there's that whole bit. But anyway, mm -hmm. it's um, it just strikes me every time I read something Christian, not not from Jesus, but I have Jesus is a whole separate issue or right. separate thing. This Christianity thing is like I need to perform for love. Mm -hmm. I need to do X, Y, and Z in order for God to love me. Right. I am inherently awful. And if I do this, then God will love me. That's right. literally the whole problem with humans and doing yeah. their human thing is yeah. that they perform for love and that they, we, I guess I should say we, cause I am a human. Uh, we learn that the only way to get love is if you behave a certain way. Or right. if you don't behave a certain way, like if you sink into the shadows and you hide for your whole life, that gets you love. Right. That is not fun the fundamental teaching we should be sharing with people. Right. I know. I know. Isn't that wild? Unconditional love. Yeah. Is the thing. <laughs> I know. I know. So yeah. 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 It's 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 mind-boggling. It really hurts my heart. But, you know, you can't really, it takes you a really long time to come to grips with reality that what you've learned your entire life or experienced your entire life was actually just abuse. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. It is. It sucks. It sucks. And it's everybody everybody in some way shape or form has like been put into that bubble that you talk about right yeah it's, it's an abuse bubble right it's a gaslighting bubble it's a bubble you live in and you don't know there's somewhere outside of it because the abuser's been telling you you have it so good here right you don't want to be like that other kid over there you gonna be like this kid over here yeah and then you'll get love for me, all that's all that crap. And you can't actually see that you've just lived inside of this, what I call the abuse matrix. For right. me, I don't like the word matrix because it's really overused and it actually just means womb. Right. I don't think the word womb should be demonized, but um interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good information. Yeah. Most words that start with MA means some sort of the divine feminine oh. like mary like mary is really just a title for a priestess it's a title it's not a name but it's turned into a name matrix yeah. um let's see if i can come up with any others off the top of my head uh, you go through look for like ma sometimes mat they're mar for sure um, it is all about the feminine and that holy sacred divinity of like where we all come from, which is a womb, That's you know, so the womb is the doorway to heaven, basically. So, you know, like you come yeah. from heaven and you come out the, the womb, that's the doorway. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. So when we use the word matrix, I get a little, you know, angry, but yeah. it is a web or a bubble of like, Mm -hmm. abuse that we get put inside of whether it's for you it's cult abuse yeah for me I'm not gonna get into that right now <laughs> so yeah whole so thing of abuse you know everywhere and you just see it and once you come out of abuse you can name it and you see it literally everywhere in the world everywhere you walk is abuse and you're like 
nobody knows they're in it. I know. Nobody knows. I was my whole waking up, especially like again over the last couple of years. It's like, whoa. Mm. You can't unsee it, you know? Nope, you can't. No. <laughs> you can't. And just like the finder, once you start popping the first bubble, you just keep on seeing more and more illusion. And that's not that's why conspiracy theorists are who they are is because they're finders. They right. pop the bubble, they go through to the next one. But most people like their bubble because their bubble is safe. Right? Yeah. No, I know. Um, I don't want anybody like touching my bubble, you know? Right. There are so many of us that are like, it would be easier to go back, you know, like some, it would be easier. Oh, yes. You know, but. But would it really? I know. It and would be so, so oppressed and angsty. Well, and right. Like yeah. Horribly just miserable is the word <laughs> that comes to my mind. So it's actually doing the harder things actually easier. Yeah. And living with misery for the next like 50 years or however many right. years, right? Or 70 years, however old you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. This went yeah. over. I'm sorry to keep you longer. This has been a great conversation. Though. No, thank you so much again for having me. I got so many nuggets out of there. I'm glad it's recorded so I can go back and take notes. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, I think your story is amazing and I hope you continue to share it because I think people need to Thank hear, you. especially about abuse, even though if they can't relate to the Mormon part of it, everybody can relate to being abused on some level. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, I think it's a really important story for you to tell for sure. I appreciate you so much. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. Of course, of course. And I will see you on Instagram. Yeah, you will. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Namaste. Yes, Bye. namaste. Bye.